Welcome to Dietitian Boss. My name is Libby Rothschild. I'm the CEO and founder of the Dietitian Boss Method. Our company is here to help you get started in private practice even before you think you're ready. I've created a proprietary process to help you increase visibility, create organic content, enroll clients into an offer, and learn sales skills that don't even feel salesy. Listen every week to your colleagues as they're being interviewed, and we chat about their progress and success from when they got it started from zero to all the way to creating million-dollar businesses and beyond. Today's episode is all about defining your drivers. What makes some dietitians more successful than others? Now, last night, one of our clients during a group coaching call, she submitted a topic she wanted to discuss during her hot seat about motivation and mindset related to her rapid growth. Now, this client joined our program six months ago and she was making $2,000 a month sometimes. So not always consistent. She had made some money, but it wasn't reoccurring and she didn't have her marketing on point. This past month, she made over $22,000 and she made her money back from the investment of this program within her first three weeks of joining. Really impressive. Well, today's episode is dedicated to this client, her success, and why I feel she's been successful in a similar clients who also have had a similar trajectory, and that is defining their drivers. So I want to share with you first her question submission, which motivated me to record today's episode. And then I want to discuss what defining drivers means in depth. So here's her question. She said... Over the past several months, I have identified a limiting mindset on the overall potential for my business. My previous ultimate goal was to make $100,000. And now she's. Uh, I've realized that there's more potential than this. In 2021, I averaged $12,000 a month, meaning $145,000 a year. How do you adjust your mindset and perspective to grow a business to $250,000 a year or $500,000 a year and to set yourself up for that earning potential? What an excellent question. This is well thought out. And this client is taking her progress and her story, adding numbers to it, and then thinking about the future and assigning numbers to that as well. So this is showing the maturity in her growth, uh, maturity as a business owner. And I was just so excited to see that question and, and to experience and hold that space with our client. And I want to share that journey today on the episode. So what we see with our most successful clients, like this particular client who re, who made back, recouped her investment in the first few weeks and went from sometimes 2K months, again, not always consistent to now $22,000 months, right? Insane, like hugely incredible within six months, right? And, and re, far replacing our clinical salary, right? So what I've seen with her and similar clients is they have clear defining drivers as to why they're motivated and what it means for them to work for themselves and be their own boss. And a driver can mean something. It's almost like finding your why. And I've talked about that before, that book by Simon Sinek. He also has a TED Talk. If you don't buy the book, I've reread that book several times. I might start rereading it once a year. It's very well written. I enjoy his content. I follow him on social media and I watch his stuff on YouTube and whatnot just because he's a you know really inspiring leader, Simon Sinek. 
So the concept of clarifying your why and your drivers is to think about your values and what's motivating you to help more people create more impact and build that freedom. And so what I've noticed, I'm going to give a couple examples of clients who have done this, and then I'll go back to the particular client who submitted this question. I've noticed that several of our clients that have been interviewed, and I'm going to refer back to them, have a personal story related to why they're doing what they're doing. And that doesn't mean they've experienced the niche firsthand. That doesn't mean that they've had the issue they're solving for, although they usually do. And they've had really clear drivers. And so have I. So my driver is... Obviously, if you've been following me for five seconds, you know that I was undervalued, underpaid, and overworked and clinical. And looking at the statistics and the data and seeing that registered dietitians, according to the Labor of Bureau and Statistics, make on average $60,000 a year in clinical and private practice. I mean, you can make any, you can make well above six figures. And right now, private practice, you know, doesn't have to mean that you're stacking clients. You can avoid that burnout by creating digital products and services, online programs to maximize your dollar per hour earning potential, and you can see and serve more people. You can become influential online and inspire people in other countries, right? Last night, we had a conversation about taking clients in other countries. And that's such a... If you just step back and think about that conversation on holding that space, that's an amazing conversation to have that several years ago, it might've not been as common right? What to do with taking, you know, cross-state licensure and that's nationally and then internationally. And that's all because social media gives us an opportunity to market well and help more people and feel aligned with the work that we do. So my, my driver is, you know, for freedom, there, there's a couple layers. So I would say personally being raised by a single mom, financial freedom and independence is important to me. And then if you zoom in and make it more specific to dietetics, I think that clinical um, is something that they tell you to do. They, meaning preceptors and the outdated curriculum and and dietetics, make you feel like you have to do clinical um, and that we don't have any other options and that that's the best way to get experience and we won't be taken seriously until we do it. And it just creates this miserable narrative that I, I mean... It's, it was such an awful time in my life. I was so like, I was so underappreciated. And no matter how hard I tried to represent nutrition, because I love nutrition, I was just constantly defeated. And I feel I did it because I thought I had to. And I wish I knew that there were other ways. I, I wish I, I had been more unconventional earlier on in my career. And so my hopes are that I can show dietitians that that's possible, that they don't have to go straight into clinical. They can start a private practice on the side like I did. You can side hustle in clinical. And for many of our clients, they quit their job. And for some of our clients, they want it to just be on the side. And, and that is rewarding to them to create more impact, even if they don't go full-time because you can make it your own journey. <laughs> That being said, I'm going to mention some of our clients uh, who have really clear drivers. And this is actually going to be a question I'm going to use to qualify clients in 2022 uh, as we're going to make our application process more rigorous, our selection criteria for clients in our program. We're, we're creating a segmented, uh, like a tiered system for clients that get more access to us, me and my coaches. And those clients that are going to get a deeper level of access are going to have more clear drivers 
drivers from the beginning. And, and if you don't have clear drivers, that's totally okay. We'll give you support uh, for that as well. So to be announced soon, really exciting stuff that we've been working on for 2022. So I mentioned a clear driver means you know why you're doing what you're doing and you have a story behind that and it motivates you because some days are going to be difficult. You're going to have clients that are going to say they'll pay and don't. You're going to have clients that pay and don't show up. You're going to have clients that you can have potential clients that cancel for the discovery call that say they will, but don't. You're going to have frustrations with time management, mindset issues. Like There's going to be difficult days at every level, and you always can go back to what your driver is, what's motivating you to start your business in the first place. And that's a great way for you to be successful. And that's what I found in this client who grew so fast. And that's what the common thread I find in our most successful clients is that they have clear motivation. Some examples of this would be your Latina um, is it dietitian or nutritionist? Delina Soto, past client of ours who I interviewed, I want to say a couple of years back, maybe a year or so. And her clear driver, yeah, your Latina nutritionist, Delina Soto, uh, worked with me, I think two years ago. Um, and her key driver is empowering Latinas to you know, break free from diet culture. And she feels connected to that as a Latina and she's created the Chula method. And so if you want to search her episode, go to my website, dietitianboss.com, type in her name under the, the blog or podcast section and take a re-listen to that. So Delina is motivated by helping a cultural um, in a cultural aspect. And I think that's really powerful. And we've got several other clients that help people in certain like cultures. And I think that's a great angle. And again, Delina's connected to that because she feels that that's important to her and her life experience. And that's really compelling um, for people, for the, the audience, whether you identify as Latina or not. I, I love her messaging and so does everybody else because she's super successful. Another example would be Dr. Kira, who is Black nutrition and she's one of our current clients who started from zero with me. So Delina came to me and she had already been, you know, she already had several thousand followers and now she's up to 60 or 80, but she had already gotten started. But when Dr. Kira came to me, she had zero, like no feed. And I can't remember if it's been a year or a little less than that, but not only does she have 35,000 followers now, but she's at a place where she's grown, you know, to having this be her main thing. And it's absolutely incredible. So again, there's some differences with all of our clients and their story and their journey. And it's so powerful to see that Dr. Kira is, she's doing a similar thing as Delina, where she's empowering culture. So she's empowering black people to, you know, escape diet culture and really get in touch with their culture. And so she's got a method called decolonizing your plate and she promotes eating without guilt and really important work Dr. Kira is doing. And she's really connected to her messaging. And I absolutely love following her journey and supporting her. We still support her. So again, she's got a really clear connection, a clear driver, and then several other cultural dietitians as well. Um, but those two are standing out. I'm going to mention just one more and then I could go all day uh, with mentioning clients, but I just want to highlight a few. Indian nutritionist, Sarika Shah, she's been on this podcast several times. Um, she you know, helps Indian um, Americans and she calls on Desi's with chronic dieting. Um, so go ahead and you can check her out as well. And you can listen to our podcast episode. 
Okay. And then we also have no food rules. So Colleen Christensen and then several other people who promote that as well. And Colleen talks about her struggles and, and how she empowers women to uh, you know eliminate any kind of food rules they have around diet culture. And then we have several clients with weight loss and chronic disease. I, I like to mention uh, Michelle Crosmer because uh, Michelle helps with kidney disease um, and she doesn't have that plant-based.kidneys, but her, I believe it was her dad or her grandpa. I can't remember which family member, but somebody experienced you know chronic kidney disease. And so it connected her to the messaging and that's her driver. And so she came to me when she, uh, in 2020, when she was doing brick and mortar and she said, gosh, I think there's something to using online and leveraging an online business. And she has very well, and she's doing amazing work, increased her rate. She's again, shared her story on the podcast. If you type in Michelle Crosmer, she's a renal dietitian at plantbased.kidneys. So you don't necessarily like the previous examples I gave have to have drivers that have affected you personally. I mean, it has affected Michelle from a family member, but not directly. So a little bit more indirectly, right? And then we have a lot of the chronic disease, again, Michelle as well, but um, a good example would be Rachel Everett, who was on the podcast, I think in 2019. Uh, she did both of our programs, um, our beginner, and then she graduated to our um, advanced program. Um, and she does IBS and SIBO. She's IBS.nutritionist, and she has struggled with um, IBS. So she talks about her issues with bloat and she helps women beat the bloat for good. Um, so she, you know, weaves in her thread and her driver to help women, you know, not experience pain. And this list can go on and on, right? Fertility, life cycle, nutrition, weight loss. I didn't even mention, uh, did I mention weight loss? I don't think I did in these examples. There are so many performance nutrition, right? So many examples, but all of these, you know, dietitians have a common thread and that's that they're connected. They've got a strong driver for success. And then a step above that would be taking why you're motivated, right? So let's go with Kira, Dr. Kira and helping empowering black women, taking that narrative and then writing it down and having some visuals about what does that goal mean to you? So if you're driver is empowering black people and helping them decolonize your plate, what can you do to visually represent that? It might be something that you write on your wall, an affirmation. So something to just keep top of mind on difficult days um, as to why you want to keep going. And that helps with your mindset. Um, so now that I've mentioned defining drivers, I want to go back to this particular client's question and give a little brief synopsis as we wrap up as to how I helped guide her. So she had said, again, um, she had uh, this particular client has identified a limiting mindset on her overall potential to reach half a million, meaning 500K. How does she adjust her mindset? So my tactical tips would be number one, go, and I told her this on the call, go back. I gave her like a four-step framework. Go back to your drivers and make sure that you have that threaded in to your narrative on a regular basis. So again, Dr. Kira does a great job of it. I'm using her as an example. She, you know, I don't know if she has a vision board. I don't remember if we've talked about that, but that would be great. I know our other clients do. So have some way of keeping that top of mind on a personal level so that it's something you remember, talk about it with your, you know, immediate family and your peer group and, and investing in coaching is fantastic as well. And then have that be a thread within your content. So everybody knows that that's your driver. And I think that that's really important to constantly weave that thread in. And you see me doing that all the time about clinical. And again, Dr. Kira is a fantastic example of how she weaves in um, her driver. 
purpose with her messaging. So, okay. Number one, identify it. Number two, weave in your drivers with both your public messaging and on a personal level, whether that means vision board affirmations. Um, a lot of business books say to write your goals down, quantify them and write them and paste them on your wall so you can see them. And uh, bonus points, if you can involve your team, if you have a team or when you do have a team, that's great as well. The third step I would say in supporting this goal is to get, uh, you know, to quantify and get numbers out. So what this particular client had asked about, you know, progressing right as she's grown so fast and how she gets to the next number, it's, it's, it's actually just simple math. It's projecting out how much does your, is your price point, right? And hers is over a thousand. So based on your current price point for your offer, how many sales do you need per month, per quarter? To reach, and then you can do a couple scenarios: a hundred thousand dollars a year, which is on already exceeded that um, on track for that. To reach two fifty, and then to reach five hundred thousand, and then you want to take that same scenario, and this, this is again really simple math. So for purposes of this example, we just say a thousand dollars times. Uh, you know, 10 clients, $10,000 a month. So you need, if that's what you're charging, how many clients would you need per month, per year on average, knowing that some months you might be five or 10% down, some months you might be above, right? So that's really simple math. And the next step in projecting would be if you were to increase your price point, how many clients would you need? And it would be less. And that's the goal is to, to be able to increase your price and have less clients um, that you're enrolling, which means you might you know have a lower closing rate on sales calls. And again, this can depend on your overall funnel. This can depend on how many offers you have. But assuming you're offering an online program with any coaching in it, um, increasing your price is a great idea, especially if and when your demand is high. So I walk this client through that process. So those two key items. Number one, defining drivers. Number two, quantifying, putting some numbers and projections on what her current price point would be. And if she were to increase it, what that would look like. And then to use that tool right that projection tool with her regular you know review process of her metrics and her business i you know it's important to review that and see how on track are you on a weekly monthly basis um, and the next step to this would be you absolutely want to take projections and then look also at your budget and if you don't have a budget uh, sarah and i coach sarah and i are going to be talking about that in two different episodes we're breaking down budget 101 what does that mean for those of you who have not yet quit your clinical job, right? And then budget 201 for our clients and our executive level program that have a budget, they've been in business at least a year or two, and they're really looking to work less hours and increase profitability without sacrificing you know, their own time with their family or energy doing things that they don't want to do in their business. So we're going to break that down in a future episode. But for today, I wanted to give you some steps and tips about our most successful clients, what a great question looks like for a hot seat in coaching, meaning an opportunity where our client gets to chat with us and get coached and get support with her next steps. And keep in mind... And closing this particular client I'm talking about six months ago, made $2,000 inconsistently and now is making over $22,000 in uh, September. In 
incredible progress and absolutely possible because she followed the dietitian boss method. This client showed up to the calls. She did the work. She followed the framework. And it's absolutely possible for you to do that as well. Uh, we've got clients from all over the world of all different you know, ethnicities. We do have some men as well. So we've got different gender. We have people who are new in practice. We have people who are seasoned. We have people who've taken insurance. We have people who do cash pay. We have people who don't speak English as their first language. And I love the variety and diversity we have in our clients and our staff as well, because that helps show that if you know somebody who is any what somewhat similar to you can do it, then you know you have a potential to do it as well. So I hope that inspires you today, Dietitian Boss. And until next time. We are so excited to offer you support in our various programs. If you identify as a beginner and you're looking to lay down the foundations, our society program might be a great fit for you. I encourage you to go to dietitianboss.com under group coaching and apply for our experience, our transformative experience based off of my proprietary system called the Dietitian Boss Method. Additionally, we offer a higher level program called Executive to help you hire and manage a staff as you expand and scale your program, whether you're offering a membership, course, group programming, private coaching, or a combination of various different offerings. We're here to help you on your journey with developing processes and implementing the operational foundation that you need to reach your goals. A lot of our clients want to work 20 hours or less a week, and we're so proud to say that we've helped them achieve that goal, and you'll hear their stories on this podcast. Make sure to stay tuned and apply if you're looking for support to get there faster and meet some colleagues along the way who share your same growth mindset.